Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. I'm Julie Gould, and welcome to the Nature Careers Podcast. You can do anything with a PhD is, according to many science PhD researchers I've spoken to, the most useless piece of advice they are given. But, according to Sarah Blackford, an independent careers advisor based in the UK, it's true. You just need to focus on what you've achieved in your PhD outside of developing science-specific knowledge. In this episode, we go back to Toulouse and the Euroscience Open Forum from July 2018. I caught up with Sarah there to examine the value of a PhD beyond specific subject knowledge. You can identify where your skill gaps are. You can start to devise your own personal career development plan. So what things you need to do that will help you with your career that will be different to everybody else. And I speak to two scientists turned science cafe owners. We want to, to deconstruct the fact that, uh, you know, there is some kind of barrier. Oh, I, was, I wasn't good at math, so science isn't for me. Things like that. So we, we want to be like a kind of first door to the science world for the public. Sarah organised a workshop at ESOF where PhD researchers worked through their skills and how they could apply them to any career that they were interested in. The session was called, with a PhD you can do anything. So it didn't have a question mark at the end of it, it was a statement. So what were you trying to say with this statement? So the idea was to instil some really positive thinking in the PhD students and postdocs to show them that actually with a PhD you can do anything up to a point obviously so in order to do this we ran an exercise called a SWOT analysis so organizations do this with their teams their departments and it's identifying the strengths the weaknesses the opportunities and the threats of having a PhD oh wow so what sort of things were people coming up with it really got them thinking about the value of their PhD beyond just their specific subject knowledge, which is really what the object of the session was. And then to look at opportunities as well that would overcome any weaknesses they have, so any barriers, any challenges, any threats, uh, such as competition, mobility problems, anything like that. So the opportunities was more like networking, going on courses, volunteering, making use of all the... Uh, activities that go on in universities and institutes. With this SWOT analysis, how can this be used 
in ways other than in self-reflection? What we did as well was we did a job analysis. So we passed around all these different job specifications and asked them to do a SWOT analysis on that. So if you were got a job description, which was asking for someone with a PhD who had good organisational skills, had good communication skills, that would be seen as a strength because you've probably got those things. It may be that there's a few areas of that job description that you can't satisfy, but then you could then think, well, what opportunities can I take advantage of that would help me to overcome that by going on courses or contacting people on LinkedIn, all those. So giving people a a practical way of using that information. So the SWOT analysis is really good for your own personal career development. So basically, if you can identify where your skill gaps are, what you need, say, for a a particular career, it could even be within academia, it could even be uh, if you want to be a, a supervisor in the future, it could be any career outside of academia. When you look and you peruse the career landscape and you see the kind of specifications that are required in a job, you can start to devise your own personal career development plan. So what things you need to do that will help you with your career that will be different to everybody else because although everyone's got a PhD everyone's different so don't put yourself in the same box as everybody else Wonderful. Sarah thank you very much <laughs> Thanks, Julie. In between sessions at ESOF I took a little detour to a science venue of a different kind From the outside Uri Cafe looks like any modern coffee house On the inside however you've got something just a little bit different Inside display cabinets and even just on the coffee tables are a variety of curiosities, from Geiger counters and microscopes to old diving helmets and sparkling crystals. There's even a busy ant farm. All of these things are accessible and free for inspection. The walls are adorned with photographs and paintings of famous scientists, among them Hang Einstein, Marie Curie and Charles Darwin. The cafe was set up by two men who have taken their scientific training and applied it to something completely different. Arnold Oswald and Samuel Jouillot. Arnold trained as a materials engineer, spending his time studying in France and Montreal in Canada. And whilst he was in Montreal in late 2016, he started thinking about the idea of Eurecafé after spending some time setting up local, mostly science-based talks with small audiences. Samuel, a biotechnology engineer, did his master's in Paris and a PhD in synthetic biology in Freiburg, Germany. When he graduated, he joined a startup in France called Glowy which makes city lights based on bioluminescent deep-sea creatures. Samuel became interested in science communication whilst working with this product because he felt that the work wasn't communicated properly. Now, Arnold and Samuel have been friends forever, and even though their studies took them to different places, they were always keen to work together. So, now they are, and I met up with Arnold and Samuel whilst I was in Toulouse for ESOF to find out a little bit more about why and how they set up their own cafe. The first voice you'll hear is Arnold, as he tells me about the origins of Yuri Cafe. Uh, something that struck me, it was, I think, just after the Trump election, and someone wrote that we are lacking a, uh, a bridge between society and the scientists with local access to people and places where you can and actually meet. So um, this is something that really pushed me to consider doing a science cafe because I think if you do only events, th- this is great, But having a physical place all the time allows you to create a really uh, good link with the community locally because you can also do events. I mean, you're both a scientific background with, I mean, you have a little bit of experience working in a a small startup company somehow. Mm -hmm. But really, 
you didn't have much in terms of setting up an entire business and a cafe experience between you. <laughs> Not at all. So how, how did you go about you know, putting this whole thing together? There's a, it's a bit of a mix between uh, being focused and uh, thinking about it and being a bit crazy because you, know, you have to go in at some points. The first thing is that uh, we are lucky because we actually we are from Toulouse. We considered going into other cities, but Toulouse is a great city to start with such a thing because um, there's a lot of students, there's a lot of research going on, whether it's aerospace industry or genetics, or yeah, there's a lot of uh, different fields here. So it's a good place to grow such a, a cafe. Yeah. Actually, we are also not doing this alone, and we know each other from a long time, since a long time, so um, it's also helping a lot, because we know that we can achieve a lot, we know that we can spend hours to, to, to learn new things. And You've touched on a, a skill here that is, is something that scientists have a lot of, which is you know, the ability to learn, to focus, and to take on new skills. Have any other skills from your scientific background been at all useful while well, setting this up? <laughs> yes, from an engineering point of view, just the problem-making mindset is kind of useful when you set up a place where... Problem-making or problem-solving? Uh, no, sorry, sorry problem-solving. <laughs> solution. <laughs> I mean, problem-making. Problem-making also. <laughs> when you, you come up with a solution and it comes up another problem. No. Yes, thank you. Uh, so yeah, problem-solving, because uh, when you set up a place like this, there's all kinds of stuff going on just like in, in the lab both of us we actually build with our hands the whole place so for example the thing we are seated on the stage yeah, yeah. We, we did it so that people at the back could uh, view and hear conferences and also it's something like a cozy place to, to discuss during the day what about you Samuel? is there any particular skills that you developed during your PhD that you've taken with you so maybe about priority, so just to determine which is most important thing you have to do with a minimum budget. He's <laughs> the real boss with this. What do you need to do first and what is really important to open the cafe? Because there are so many things we would like to do uh, still today. You know, people come in and they say, oh, it's a nice place. And we're like, yeah, but it's 50% finished <laughs> because we have so many ideas, like just... So this so is something this I is want to uh, touch on because you've got a lot of photographs of famous scientists and you've got you know, a lot of scientific artifacts dotted yeah. around. How did you go around about choosing what to put in here? And, well, and what is the purpose of all of this? How do we choose? Well, it has to be just cool. <laughs> it has to be a little thing that you play, can play with it, and it acts for us like an open door with people. So, you know, they, they come, they see, for example, I don't know, the... The platform where, where you can yeah well, a microscope, a microscope or I was going to ask you I'm sitting right next to a microscope uh, is it something that I can just use and look yes. through right now yes it's so a, it's an old one but it works okay <laughs> and have you got something for your your public to we have uh, small insects and uh, like uh, fragments of fibers and stuff okay. like that. Okay, so at. really the idea is that all this stuff is interactive for people yes. to, to yes. get a bit of a flavor. This is of this is not scientific. a museum. It's a place where you can actually and look at everything and if you are curious I, yes. I mean you would like to open everything and if you are not curious you will become curious at the end so uh, it was the main purpose of all these artifacts as you said and uh, the whole cafe is designed to well at first there's people that are, that are already science enthusiasts that will come for the events and meet researchers and hear about the stuff that they love but we want to be 
a place where everybody can just come in and think like, oh, it's a, it's a cool place. I uh, just stay for a couple of hours. And after some discussion or looking at the events that are coming and they can get interested in some fields and we want to, to deconstruct the fact that, uh, you know, there is some kind of barrier. Oh, I, was, I wasn't good at math, so science isn't for me. Things like that. So we, we want to be like a kind of first door to the science world for the public. And afterwards, we can redirect them to other museums, museum, other <laughs> expositions, and, uh, you know, little groups of people doing amateur astronomy or things like that. You're really getting involved in the, the community. Yeah, we think about the cafe as a hub for both the public and all the actors locally that can do events here or we can make something with them. So. What kind of events have you got going on here? So we, we've tried a lot of different things for the past three months. It ranges from uh, confer- like conventional conferences with a you know, researcher in ecology or physicists coming and talking about the subjects so we have a screen and they can present their work and stuff like that uh, but I would say even if, even though it's a conventional conferences the fact that we are in a cafe and then people can go and you know take whatever they want in the kitchen between, uh, during the events it creates a, a very friendly uh, atmosphere and uh, actually there's quite a lot of people that just go and question the the researcher and I, I would say that those kind of people wouldn't ask questions if it was like in a conference room so people f- can feel like uh, uh, kind of feel at ease to, to ask questions and we have uh, all other events like little science quiz or workshop for kids we do also once a month an evening where people can come and just present whatever subjects they have in mind and uh, it, th- those kind of things are really important to create a sense of community and have people involved. We, we have, for example, people that are, uh, how do you say, unhabitué, uh, some regular customers. Yeah, regular consumers, and they, they come to work during the day, and uh, before they leave, they see the, this event and they stay, and they end up at 10 p.m. talking with the researcher, and you're like, yeah. Uh, the success yeah, <laughs> is achieved. So that that's the idea, and we there's a lot of people meeting other people. You know, they take something in the kitchen. Oh, you work also in this. <laughs> so we we are looking at how people uh, behave in the in the cafe for the first three months, and I think we will build on that to really you know use this strength to uh, have people uh, being able to uh, they, so they have the reflex to come in. Uh, I, I have a science question. I want to learn new thing. Yeah, maybe I can I can come to the cafe and just ask for stuff, and maybe they will give me information for other places. So. so big thank yous to Arnold, Samuel, and Sarah for spending some time with me at ESOF. And that's it for this episode. You can always follow the Nature Careers Adventures at nature.com/careers on Twitter and on Facebook. Thanks for listening. I'm Julie Gould. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.